0: So if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to chalk.choq.com and use promo code BEN for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life. CHOQ.com. Code BEN, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. chalk.com. 4 years late. That's right. It took them 4 years to finally come out and admit that the Hunter Biden laptop from hell was actually real. This coming from the Department of Justice. Now, remember, part of this cover-up was the DOJ and the FBI labeling that laptop misinformation so that it would be shut down of investigations because if you label evidence as misinformation, then it's not actually real. Now, they have been forced to admit that, in fact, it is real. This is a huge example of the corruption of the deep state and why I believe Donald J. Trump is going to win a reelection, because when people hear this, they understand that it's time to clean house nearly four years after the damning evidence of Biden family corruption on Hunter Biden's laptop that was disclosed in 2020 right before Election Day. President Joe Biden's Department of Justice admitted in a court filing, not publicly, just in a filing, that that MAC is and all of its contents are, in fact, real and authentic. Now, I go back to the beginning. Since this story broke in 2020 in October, a month before the election, there was never any true reason to doubt the New York Post reporting Or the word of the Delaware computer repair shop owner, Mac Isaac, and that abandoned laptop belonging to Hunter Biden because of all the evidence on that laptop. But was there truth? No. There was not any coming from our government. There was not any coming from our media. The post was quickly banned. From social media, you were not allowed to put the story out there. And if you were, you were dinged on social media for spreading disinformation and could even have your accounts silenced or turned off. Why did they do this? They claimed it was a decision based on disinformation, when in fact, the decision to ban you from sharing that story was actually based on actual disinformation. And then there was the broader cover-up. The biggest names in our government that have served at the highest levels when it comes to intelligence. Dozens and dozens of top U.S. intelligence officials rushed to back the censorship so that Joe Biden would become president. In fact, Joe Biden did the exact same thing, if you remember, saying it was a lie. The DOJ's confirmation... That the laptop's contents actually came from Hunter arrives four years after the blatant bias of the media outlets quietly have had to admit the truth about that computer as well. And why does this matter? It matters because it tells you about how much we're actually getting lied to in this country by the media and by our leaders in our government that we're supposed to trust in the intelligence community. Miranda Devine... Who has done brilliant work, put it this way on Twitter. In a new court filing, the DOJ confirms Hunter Biden's laptop is real, that he left it at the computer store, and that the contents match what they obtained from a search warrant of his iCloud. Don't hold your breath for a retraction from Joe Biden when he said it's a Russian plant. Or, as she described them, hashtag dirty51 or the midred of dishonest media operatives. Now, you go back to the dishonest and the dirty 51. That is the 51 people that signed their name to a public letter days before the election telling you that this had all the markings of Russian disinformation, referring to the laptop itself. They blamed Russia when the Bidens knew it was Hunter. And yes, the Bidens lied to you while they were trying to get elected. They lied to you and they knew the laptop was obviously Hunter Biden's. There was no doubt. And they said, all right, we need a cover story. What will it be? Let's bring up Russia again. And that worked last time when we were trying to attack Donald Trump. And let's just say it was Russia yet again. They all got together. The top people in our government, former directors of the CIA, and they got together and national intelligence directors and they said this was all Russian disinformation. The FBI, by the way, they knew when they were telling that lie and they were signing their name to that letter that it was a lie. They knew then, without any investigation needed moving forward, that it was clearly authentic. Then Hunter came out; he also blamed Russia when he when when he was caught using adultery site Ashley Madison, saying it's again Russian disinformation. This is what the actual filing says. I'm going to read directly from it so you know what the Department of Justice has admitted in this court filing. Under C, it says, while investigating the defendant for tax violations, investigators obtained evidence showing his prior gun purchase was illegal because he was addicted to controlled substances. And as you know now, it is also leaked out yesterday that, oh, they found cocaine on the leather pouch of hunter biden's gun did they find the cocaine yesterday pretty much they weren't looking for that cocaine back in 2017 18 19 or 20 or 21 or 22 or 23 when they were trying to make sure they could cover it up and give him a sweetheart deal now back to this doj filing they write quote in response to that warrant okay in september 2019, Apple produced backups of data from various devices of the defendant's electronics that he had backed up on his iCloud account. Investigators also later came into possession of the defendant's Apple MacBook Pro, which he had left at a computer store. So let's be clear. The DOJ is admitting to you that they knew it was real. They cross-checked it with Apple The iCloud account matched up, and then they got the actual laptop. So they had everything. They had the laptop. They had his iCloud account. They knew it was on his electronic devices. They could cross-reference it. Bam, there was no doubt this was not a Russian plant. This was not Russian disinformation. They knew that this was always Hunter Biden's. And so then what did the FBI do? The FBI and the DOJ deliberately and purposely lied to the American people so that they could get the guy they wanted to be president, which was Joe Biden, because they were terrified of Donald Trump. They said, we don't care about free and fair elections at the FBI. We don't care about free and fair elections at the DOJ. What we care about is having our guy win every time. And what we're going to do is we're going to get 51 scumbags together, And they're going to put out a public letter saying this has all the markings of Russian disinformation, that this was a Russian plant, right? And then the media is going to have the ability to say we can't cover the Russian laptop, Hunter Biden laptop here, because it must be a lie. And then we're going to ban you from posting it on social media like Twitter. We're going to ban you from posting it. On Facebook, and by the way, let's be clear why they banned it. It wasn't because they were trying to keep misinformation off the web. It wasn't because they were trying to keep misinformation out of the hands of the public. They knew it was real, and they were more than happy to influence and alter the presidential election to make sure Joe Biden won. These companies that run social media at the time, especially Twitter... They were all in for Joe Biden winning. They were all in for the scumbag 51. They were all in for the media, only reporting stories that helped the left. And any story that didn't, for the first time in American history, that didn't fit the there they wanted, they actually banned freedom of press and freedom of speech. And they did all this in the month of an election, a presidential election. And while this was going on, everybody involved knew that this was all real information. And they went back to, I will just blame Russia. Say this is Russian disinformation. The president of the United States of America lied to your face multiple times over this. Forget Hunter for a second. The president of the United States of America, Joe Biden, knew he was lying to you every single time he had to talk about this. When he said over and over again, it's not real. It's Russian disinformation. He knew that he was lying to your face. All right, let me tell you real quick about an amazing company. And uh, if you're like me and you're sick and tired of giving your money to companies that hate you, that literally hate you, hate your family values, hate your Christian values, hate your traditional values. Well, now there's an option when it comes to your cell phone. I have switched to Patriot Mobile. And when I look at my phone every time, in the top left, it says Patriot. And I know that when I pay my bill every month, That a percentage of that bill at no extra cost to me is going to go back to support conservative causes, candidates, organizations, and most importantly to me, support the rights of unborn children in this country to live. Now, I do that every month because I love knowing that I'm giving my money to a company that actually loves my values. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are the only one. Patriot Mobile is a great supporter of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with them, because they support conservative ideals. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, the same exact cell phone towers you're using right now, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. Now, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, Religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. So check out Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code FERGUSON. Join me, make the switch today, and make a difference with every phone call. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash FERGUSON.
1: Two-thirds
0: of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. To get your solar generator now, you'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4Patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, Patriots.com slash Ben.
3: Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen.
4: how lucky we were yeah. to have you guys.
2: This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic five new episode out. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Let me read you the last two lines from this DOJ filing where they're having to admit they're not going to have a press conference over this. They're not going to have to answer questions from the press over this. They're not going to have a bunch of people yelling and shouting. why did you lie to the American people? Why did it take you four years to come clean on this. What else have you lied to us about if you're willing to lie to us about this? They're not going to have any of that. You're not going to have some massive press conference, standing room only at the DOJ today, because the media was in on this as well. You'll have one or two yell, and that's it. Listen to these lines. Investigators also later came into possession of the defendant's Apple MacBook Pro, which he had left at the computer store. A search warrant was also obtained for his laptop, and the results of the search were largely duplicative information. Information investigators had already obtained from Apple. There it is. They already obtained this information. It just matched up. They weren't learning anything new. The DOJ's acknowledgement that Hunter Biden's laptop was, quote, left at a computer store and contained the duplicate information investigators had already obtained from Apple further vindicates the whistleblowers let's go back to them for a second the irs whistleblowers came forward risked their careers some of them liberals and said this stinks to high heaven and they went to congress and the republicans regained control of the house and said we want you to know the truth those irs whistleblowers were brave Those IRS whistleblowers came forward and told you there was a full-blown cover-up, and there is no reason, by the way, to not believe every word they said, especially now, now knowing what we know. These IRS whistleblowers who were also relentlessly smeared by the same media that covered up this story for just speaking up and telling the truth. Let's go back to 2020. Any mention of the evidence, the IRS whistleblowers or otherwise, that the then President candidate Biden and his family were involved in an international influence peddling scheme was nuked by big tech. You couldn't post it shunned and silenced by the corporate media. You couldn't talk about it and skewered by Democrats. It's still treated as false by many top media and Democratic figures who refuse to allow it to be discussed on their shows. President Joe Biden, by the way, was one of the biggest liars to your face. Joe Biden was the biggest laptop denier. He repeatedly insisted from 2020 debate stage and the campaign trail that the laptop was a Russian plant meant to harm his election chances. Full stop. So you had Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the entire Biden apparatus. You had the biggest big tech companies. You had the FBI and the IRS knew this was a lie That the laptop was real, it wasn't fake. You had 51 of the top intelligence officials in the country lie to you as well, telling you it was a lie and Russian disinformation, the markings of Russian disinformation. They knew it was real, and they continued to tout it well into the Democrats' first term in office, not just after the win. Let let me go back to the race. I want to play this for you. I'm going to throw it back to when Biden calls the true Hunter Biden laptop story Russian disinformation. A smear campaign and a bunch of garbage. We now know that while he was saying this, he knew that there was an all-out campaign colluded with the CIA, the FBI, and the DOJ to win an election. The Biden campaign knew what they were saying. The Biden campaign knew what they were doing. The Biden campaign... They absolutely, when they were standing there on that debate stage, when Donald Trump knew that everybody was behind them and this was how they were going to cover it up. His campaign colluded with the CIA to fix an American election, to win an American election. The Biden campaign pressured them and pressured the then acting CIA director to make up a phony letter with 50 intel experts to falsely claim that That the Biden laptop story was Russian disinformation. Remember, the person who got that letter together, who helped author that letter, right, to get all these people on the same page, was someone that worked for the Biden campaign. You know, Democrats talk about election interference and having integrity in elections, and they claim that Donald Trump tried to overthrow an election. Remember that? They charged him with these crimes, and... Places like Georgia where the prosecutor got a special prosecutor who she's apparently sleeping with and paying him millions of dollars. You remember that? Yeah, that that's happening right now. But go back to Joe Biden's words, and I'm gonna play this for you. This is back the last presidential debate before he won election. And also while you're listening to this side note, listen to the way he talked then compared to now. Listen to the cognitive decline of Joe Biden in real time, comparing him to where he was and how much he has fallen cognitively
4: in the last four years 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a russian plan they have said that this is has all the care five former heads of the cia both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage this is classic trump We have four days left, and all of a sudden there's a laptop. There's overwhelming evidence that from the intelligence community that the Russians are engaged. I still think that the stories from the
1: fall about your son Hunter were Russian disinformation as nearly as like you said.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
4: I know you'd ask it i have no response no campaign. it's a last ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family the vast majority of the intelligence people have come out and said there's no basis at all there's no basis
0: at all no basis at all there's the president of the united states of america lying to your face and everybody around him lying to your face Former CIA chief admits he was pressured by the Biden campaign to orchestrate the letter claiming that Hunter's laptop was, in fact, Russian disinformation. We now have that in writing. Let me remind you of that part of this story. The former CIA chief admits he was pressured by the Biden campaign to orchestrate a letter claiming that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinfo. According to this new bombshell testimony, the former acting CIA director, Mike Morrell, says that he was told by the Biden campaign to squash the Hunter Biden laptop story in October of 2020. With pressure from the Biden, Morrell then orchestrated the infamous letter from 50 intel agencies claiming that the story was nothing more than Russian disinformation. Let me read from you this bombshell story from the New York Post. The same New York Post that broke the laptop story, the same New York Post, okay, that story was not allowed to be shared on social media. And if you did, your account would be suspended. Joe Biden's presidential campaign prompted former acting CIA director Mike Morrell to help Biden, quote unquote, by organizing 50 colleagues to sign a letter in October of 2020, falsely claiming that damning emails from Hunter Biden's laptop published by the Post were Russian disinformation In a private sworn testimony. Morell told the House Judiciary Committee that Anthony Blinken, so now our Secretary of State, you want to trust anything he's saying about what's happening in the war over in Ukraine or anything he's saying about what's happening with Hamas and Israel? The now Secretary of State was the senior campaign official who reached out to him on or before October the 17th, 2020. Three days. After the post published an email from the laptop suggesting Hunter had introduced his Ukrainian business partner to his father, then vice president Biden. Morell, identified as a potential CIA director under Biden, said he organized the letter to help Vice President Biden because I wanted him to win the election. Let me let me read that again, his exact quote. He said he organized the letter, quote, to help Vice President Biden because I wanted to win I wanted him to win the election. Prior to Secretary Blinken's call, you did not have intent to write the statement. Morrell's response I did not. Question So his call triggered that intent? Morrell, yes, absolutely. Jim Jordan then says, You wanted to help the vice president? Why? Very simple response here. Why? Why'd you do it? Morrell, because I wanted him to win the election. So right now, go to fourpatriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben.
3: Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen.
4: How lucky we were to have you guys.
2: This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Now, keep in mind with everything I've just told you that the left wing media ran with this letter from all these Intel officials that Morrell put together as quote unquote proof that this was Russian collusion, Let me just also go through the timeline of just how shocking this scheme was to lie and influence the election on information they knew was actually real. At 10.53 p.m., the night of the call, Anthony Blinken emailed Morrell a USA Today article claiming that the FBI was examining whether Hunter's laptop was part of a disinformation campaign. At the bottom of Blinken's email was a signature block of Andrew Bates, who's Andrew Bates, then director of rapid response for the Biden campaign. So this was all about lying to you. Morrell said he did, quote, a little bit of my own research, quote unquote, and then reached out to retired CIA senior operations officer for assistance in compiling the letter to discredit the post's reporting. Over the next two days, Morrell gathered signatures from 51 former intelligence officials, including himself, and four other former CIA directors, including John Brennan, and Leon Panetta. Morrell testified that he sent an email telling Nick Shapiro, former deputy chief of staff to Brennan, that the Biden campaign wanted the statement to go to a particular reporter at the Washington Post, and that he should send the statement to the campaign as well. So, and I'm even trying to get my head around how massive this is. So let's just connect these dots again. You have the former acting CIA director, Mike Morrell, who I guess just says, I can alter and change elections, not just in this country, but anywhere in the world. I can frame people for anything I want to. I'm the most powerful man in the world. I can decide who the president is. And what I can do is I can t- I can then go, because I was being told by the Biden campaign to squash the Hunter Biden laptop story, and I said, this is what I do for a living. I'm good at this. Sure, let's do it. So what did he do? He didn't tell the truth. He said, They got you. Morrell organized. And signed the 50 intel experts. And then he lied to you. And every one of them that signed it lied to you. And it was all done from the campaign of the President of the United States of America, Joe Biden. Morrell told the House Judiciary Committee he had no intent on writing this statement until the Biden campaign instructed him to do so. And what he did he do? He said, How high do I need to jump? Which he then compiled because he wanted to help Vice President Biden because he wanted him to win the election. His words. Some would argue that this is like, I don't know, treason, but I'm sure no one will care, right? Because it's just, it's not that big of a deal, right? You remember when Donald Trump said, we've got to drain the swamp? And this was in 2015 going into 16. This is election interference at the highest level. That's what this is. This is election interference at a level that we've never seen. Now, now I'm going to hit pause on this story for just a moment. Because I want to also, actually, I take that back. I want you to hear something else that's a lie from James Comer that we just found out about as well. And this just tells you how much they're having to lie to try to save this presidency. Representative Comer came out and talked about this new report that Hunter Biden, in fact, knew at least 70% of his art buyers. It's another major lie that Joe Biden is told. Remember, Joe Biden said that they were not going to know who was buying the art, when in reality, they knew exactly who was buying the damn art. And we also have now found out he wasn't selling any artwork until daddy became president. It's called money laundering. Listen. Let me ask you about the other two issues, the stories that John Solomon was reporting on. One is the art dealer and the testimony that was given. Uh, were we not told that they had an ethics agreement, that Hunter would not know the, the people that purchased his art? Uh, now we know that Joe Biden, the big guy himself, uh, was speaking to the, the art dealer directly. That was testimony, apparently, that you received. and. You know, what do you have to say about the cocaine that the FBI knew about in 2018
1: as it relates to his gun holster? We have only about a minute left. Yeah, this is a this is another major lie that Joe Biden's told the American people. The White House said they had an agreement in place uh, to provide maximum ethics. Uh, We really thought they probably had something in place. It probably wasn't worth the paper. Uh, that it was written on. But we were shocked to learn from George Burgess uh, in the transcribed interview that he's never even heard from anyone from the White House. He didn't know anything about an ethics agreement. He had never even seen in the news where there was an ethics agreement. So, you know, again, another lie by Joe Biden, another lie by the White House. Uh, Nothing is panning out that Joe Biden said with respect to his family's shady business schemes. We're going to bring Hunter Biden in. We're going to get answers from from all of these people.
0: Notice Comer says we're going to get answers from all these people at the very end there. He is. The question is, will the media cover it? And I can answer that question for you. No. And if there's any other bombshells, they'll come up with new lies to cover for them. Now, I'm going to move to another story for a moment that's really important. And I'm going to talk about this story a lot more in our next show. But I need to bring it up now because I need every one of you to share this on social media. And I need you to share our our podcast on social media so people can hear what I just said and also what I'm about to tell you. Jim Jordan, last night, put out a tweet. And this is a different story, but it's very much related. And here's what he said. Quote, We now know the federal government flagged terms. Okay, the federal government flagged terms like MAGA and Trump. Who do they flag them for? to financial institutions if Americans completed transactions using those terms. That's not all that was flagged. You want to know what else they flagged? If you bought a religious text, like a Bible, or even shopped at Bass Pro Shops. This letter, dated January the 17th, says, Dear Mr. Bischoff, the Committee on the Judiciary and the Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government are conducting oversight of federal law enforcement receipt of information about American citizens without legal process and its engagement with the private sector. Based upon documents obtained by the Committee and the Select Committee, we believe that you, as the former Director, of the Office of Stakeholder Integration and Engagement in the, in the Strategic Operations Division of the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, also known as FINCEN, possesses information necessary for our oversight. We ask that you appear for a transcribed interview. The committee and the select committee have obtained documents, and this is what you need to share, folks. Because if you don't do it, no one will know this happened. The committee and select committee have obtained documents indicating that following January the 6th, 2021, FinCEN distributed materials to financial institutions that, among other things, outlined the typologies of various persons of interest and provided financial institutions with suggested search terms and merchant category codes, known as MCCs, for identifying transactions on behalf of federal law enforcement. These materials included a document recommending the use of generic terms like Trump and MAGA to search Zelle payment messages, as well as prior fence and analysis of Lone actor slash homegrown violent extremism indicators. According to this analysis, Fincen warned financial institutions of extremism indicators that included transportation charges, such as a bus ticket, then you're treated like a terrorist, rental cars around D.C. during that time, that would, now you're like a terrorist, or a plane ticket to go anywhere around Washington, D.C. You would be treated like a, you guessed it, terrorist for travel to areas with no apparent purpose. Or, the document says, the purchase of books, including religious texts, that would be the Bible, and subscriptions to other media containing extremist views. In other words, FinCEN urged large financial institutions to comb through the private transactions of their customers for suspicious charges on the basis of protected political and religious expression. We then found out this, as Jim Jordan put it out there. In addition, the committee and select subcommittee have obtained documents showing that Fence and distributed slides prepared by a financial institution explaining how other financial institutions can use MCC codes to detect customers whose transactions may reflect potential active shooters and who may include dangerous international terrorists, domestic terrorists, homegrown violent extremists, lone wolves. For example, the slides instruct financial institutions to query for transactions using certain MCC codes such as 3484, that would be small arms, 5091, sporting and recreational goods and supplies, and keywords, listen carefully, Cabela's, Dick's Sporting Goods, among several others. You go out and buy a Bible or go to Dick's Sporting Goods or Cabela's or Bass Pro, and they were saying... Treat them like they are a possible domestic terrorist. I'm going to have a lot more on this story in our next show. So get ready because we're getting a lot more information about it. Make sure you share this podcast with your family and friends, please. And I'll see you back here tomorrow.
3: Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right.
4: Doing business constantly. uh uh-huh. Mom stuff.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you
4: <Amazing. laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
0: He has the smarts.